Yeah, I'm generally an early bird shopper. Like I'll have most of my shopping done before Thanksgiving. The the idea that you and I are totally the opposite of that is the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Kevin, because it's time for episode number 67 of the Promo Upfront podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the major of the Maverick, the platoon leader of the podcast, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the Kashoctan are you? <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm doing okay. The, the, the last week, um, has been a bit of a shit show around here. I think you just have mm-hmm. those sometimes where it's like, if it could go wrong, it's gone wrong. Nothing like insurmountable, but just like one thing after another to the point where the team's looking around going, are we done? Are we good? We've, we've hit all these things. And uh, you add to that, we've got some, a, a big event coming up. It's like, it's, it's fine, but it's yeah. been a bit stressful for the last week. How about you, buddy? I can totally understand. Uh, been there, and I'm sure I'll be there shortly again. But I'm, I'm feeling good. My my Texas A&M Aggies uh, shocked a lot of people, including yes. myself, by beating the the hated Alabama Crimson Tide. I can't hate them that much because one of my kids goes there. Right. But I can't root root for Nick Saban. Um, and I got to tell you what. So it's got me all amped up. But you know what else has me amped up, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Uh, you know, we talked a lot about Promo Pulse and that amazing AMP email service. There's your tie-in kids. Remember, it's that retail-looking and end-user-friendly email that's super easy to use. How many steps are there, Kirby? There are three steps. Thank you for knowing that. Number one, choose your suppliers. Number two, upload your list. Number three, choose your sending frequency. That's it. And when you, if you're part of a group like Halo or uh, you know Facilis, you your your stuff's already there, right? Your your chosen suppliers already there. And, and that's it. You can literally set it and forget it and have consistently beautiful outbound marketing all year round. Kirby, it's a no brainer. And I know you're a big fan of it. The email looks amazing. It's the one, two, three to get started. Tell what, what, what is your biggest, fa- uh, biggest favorite, which makes no sense. What is your biggest <laughs> favorite feature? You know, I, I like that it just happens, email service, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I think that so many times in our businesses, there the reason people don't do this proactive stuff is because you like you have to you have to come up with the products, you have to come up with this, you have to do this. It, there's there's a lot of things that you have to set up to to make it happen. And Jason and his service, they they just all of a sudden an email goes out, and you're like, oh, cool. People are clicking on it. You're getting leads, and so the idea that it just happens once you get it going is that's powerful. Yeah, and you and Jason spoke about that earlier this week when you had him on Delivering Marketing Joy, I believe, episode number 360. Um, if I remember correctly, you've almost had one for every day of the year. So that's, that's ca- kind of cool. Crazy. But, you know, it results in conversions. It results in sales. It results in profits. It's really, again, truly a no-brainer. So head over to promopulse.io slash amp, A-M-P. You're not going to be sorry you did, are they, Kirby? They will not be sorry they did. All right, Kirby. You have the upfront section of the podcast where we're going to talk about something specifically to the promotional products industry. I don't know about anybody else, but I am giddy with anticipation. I'm like a Girl Scout on Cookie Sunday. Let's go. 
All right, cool. So I wanted to, this one's, it's, it's certainly promo related, but it's also very personal. I, I kind of alluded to it. Um, we have been doing uh, an end user show, a customer show for, I, I, honestly, I don't remember the year because it was like, when we started doing it, it was before it was really a thing. And so I, I don't even remember the first year we did it. I think it's been about 20 years. And obviously we didn't do it um, last year uh, for obvious reasons. And we are, as we record this tomorrow, uh, will be our customer show. And it has been both exciting to put it back together, you know, to do it again, but it's also been just a totally different level of stress because of course, with the, the Delta variant and unfortunately, Coshocton County is number one in Ohio with the spread of, of COVID-19 right now. That's not the list we want to be number one on. Um, and so, you know, trying to be respectful of everybody's uh, wishes, but also trying to keep people safe. And so it's, and then literally I got an email this morning from a supplier who's like, I'm not feeling well, I got a high fever. So it's just a little bit of a different time to manage it, but I'm so excited to get back in person and, and do this sort of thing. So it, I, I don't know, you know, obviously I know uh, there've been industry events, but this is, this one obviously is very much more personal to, to us yeah. and to me. And, and so I, I'm curious to know, like, A, have you heard of other people doing their end user shows again? And B, what's been, cause I'm really, I don't know how many people are going to show, right? Like every year we have a certain amount that we usually come for. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know how people are going to feel. And so I don't know if you've heard any of this or if you have any thoughts about end user shows moving forward. I, um, I have not heard of anybody doing it, but I'm sure there's someone who, yeah. who has, it wouldn't surprise me, but uh, generally it's not going to hit me unless it's someone I know or, yeah, or it's locally. Or yeah. Or a client. So <clears throat> I think it's great that you're doing it. I mean, it's, again, we're going to be in this up and down topsy turvy yeah. situation for probably quite a while and i no reason to even put a number on that it's just yeah. going to be a while and and i think we need to get used to that and so i think you know as 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 business people as humans we try to reclaim the semblance of familiarity i'm going to move away from the word normalcy the yeah. semblance of familiarity that we had so so much of and we try to apply that into what the future looks like and so i applaud you for going through with it i i am going forward with it i'm sure uh, you know, I know knowing you and we haven't discussed this, I'm sure you, you have uh, processes in place for safety of, of the attendees. I have no doubt about that. And so I think, you know, I, and I've said it before on this podcast, but I think it bears repeating <clears throat> mainly because I said it, but I think it bears repeating. One of the things I really am, I, I think we're going to look back on this era, however long the pandemic era lasts, two years, five years, 10 years, whatever it is. And I think we're going to look back and realize what level of creativity people absolutely displayed in trying to steer and navigate not only their personal lives, but their professional lives forward. So I applaud you for doing it. Thanks, man. We're going to have the train coming through. So I apologize. Um, love but... me the train. I love me the train. Why don't you just mute and I'll just talk for a second if you want. I don't care. <laughs> it's actually on the way out. So we'll be all right. Oh, okay. Um, I've had it muted through your whole time. Um, but yeah, it, it, so we, uh, in, in answer your question, you didn't say as a question, but we, yeah. you know, we went back and forth about, so we're going to have somebody serve food, 
you know, so mm-hmm. that it isn't just every free for all. Um, we're right. You wouldn't want to have one person like serving a hundred people unannounced, like standing over a grill or something like that for the entire <laughs> event. Yeah, that would be very hard to keep up with. That'd be ridiculous. Quite Impossible, honestly. really. Yeah. Um, but we are, uh, we're recommending masks. Um, you know, that's a, it, it, strangely, it's a controversial topic. And so I'm it's trying, not strange. It's been a controversial topic, sadly, since this whole thing began. So, yeah. but I think w- one it. of the reasons, and, and I guess what, let me say this, we, we, I was talking about this today. We're recommending masks. So our team will be wearing masks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'm doing it a, because I think a couple of my team members will feel more comfortable. They sure. Sort of stress has said that, but also to give people, I, it's funny. I was saying to somebody, we always say, well, people can make their own choice. Mm-hmm. And they can, but they don't, right? Because and no one wants to be first. Exactly. And so they, so we wanted to, we're wearing masks to give people permission to wear masks if they're most comfortable. We're not going to be the mask police. If people don't want to, yeah. I'm not going to jump them about it. But it is, it, I really believe that some somebody does have to be first in wearing the mask to, to make people comfortable to do it. So the other thing with the masks, Kirby, it's an opportunity for you to show masks in a slightly different way, a more promotional way. Yeah. As, as a vehicle. For and we are. Yeah, quite exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. Awesome. I appreciate the kind words. We're excited about it. And so I'll let you know how it goes. Well, yeah, well, well, that, you know what? I already know what my promo up front topic for next week is. So <laughs> I like it. the cut of your jib, Hossaman. <laughs> All right. So one of the things we talked about doing um, a little bit last week before the podcast was we love when we are able to kind of point some people out that some people are familiar with, some people might not be familiar with, um, and just to get to know some of the amazing humans in this industry. And so we came up with the idea that uh, a couple of years ago, maybe five, six years ago, that we, we decided there was going to be a podcast dedicated to, the, uh, dedicated to the amazing women in our industry. Right. And we've talked in the past about, uh, you know, young guns coming up uh, to, through the ranks. We came with a different topic this time. And it's industry mavericks. And I think the way Kirby and I define that, we didn't talk about it, but I'm pretty sure he's going to agree with me. It, it's not age-based. It's not gender-based. It's just people who regardless of age or gender or anything, they do things differently. They mm-hmm. think differently and yeah. they push the industry forward. So I, I think we have some people we just want to kind of mention. So Kirby, I'm going to start with you. Okay, cool. We'll just go back and we forth. Go however you want to do it. Okay, let's go back and forth. Um, so th- honestly, the very first person that popped into my head, and it's not a new person, I think at least for me, it was the most obvious one was Jason Lukash. Uh, Jason ha, Lukash. I have Dr. Lukash on my list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think about him probably, what was it? Five, 10 years ago when he, you know, him and uh, Mike came in. Mike the, Simzak. Yeah. Came yeah. into the industry and they, like one piece minimums was not a thing. Packaging was not a thing. Like they really took, they looked at the industry and said, what is it that they, do, the whole industry doesn't do? We're going to do that. And we're going to, and I think they built a reputation and the whole business on it. And obviously um, I think they are still doing that sort of work at HPG. And so Mm -hmm. whenever they do anything, I I stop and take notice. So to me, that, that was number one on my list. I had the honor of working with Jason and Mike as they were entering the promo industry for a couple of years and, and really got to see that at the, at the ground level. And, and he is truly the impetus behind this list. Quite yeah. Frankly. Yeah. Okay. The first person I thought so of. we're on the same page. 
We are. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to see your Jason Lukash and I'm going to raise you a Paul Kiwi. Ooh. So Paul is, is a guy who uh, people say, Oh, he's been around. It always sounds like a pejorative uh, comment. And it's not Paul's been there and seen everything. He's a PPA hall of famer. He has uh, run very uh, successful distributorship uh, and he is currently now the executive director of the Michigan promotional products association. And I will tell you, if you've never had the pleasure of hearing him speak, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. He is a walking fountain of knowledge, but yeah. shares that knowledge in a way that's completely not threatening. Shares it in a way that's welcoming, shares it in a way that's identifiable, it's personable, it's relatable. And I can't, when I think of a maverick uh, in, in our industry, it's also someone who cares. And I don't know anybody who cares more about this industry than Paul Kiwi. That's a great one, dude. I love that. Okay. I will, I, I, that was, he was not on my list. So I'm excited about yeah. that. And yep. my next one is Mark Graham. Um, I know okay. we talk a lot about Mark, but I think it's funny. I tend to, when we have these lists, I tend to think of Catherine. Um, mm -hmm. But I actually think that when you talk about people who uh, go against the grain, who uh, do things differently, who push the industry forward, mm -hmm. Mark is the one who sort of comes to my mind. Um, mm -hmm. I, I call Mark the great connector. Like, I feel like so many people in this industry that I'm connected with, Mark managed to connect me to them. And so um, Mark, and then not to mention just the idea of saying, you know what, there wasn't a great order management system in the industry. So we're just going to go ahead and create one of our own just yeah. for our company. And then Mark, and then create a 1 billion, you know, a, a huge company that manages a billion dollars in sales yeah. out of that. So Mark, Graham. no question. That's a great one. I had, I had him on my list as well. So you said it. I can't say anymore, okay. but I'm also going to add another okay. um, common skew person. Okay. And that's Kate Maywitch. Okay. All right. That's a good go. one. She is their vice president of uh, marketing mm -hmm. at uh, common skew and does an incredible job of really telling the common skew story. You know, when you hear the name common skew, if you're not in our industry, it's kind of hard to understand that it's a business software, uh, cloud-based business software and order management uh, and presentation and all the other things it does. Sure. She does such a wonderful job in thinking in ways to really connect with distributors. Um, I always appreciate what she does. She's, she's a, just a, a terrific human. So I, she, she thinks differently and I love that. Well, and let me just tell you, having just come from, back from SKU camp, I think most people in common SKU will tell you that, that the events are a lot of Kate, you know, Kate drives yep. a lot of that. And oh, man, yeah. you talk about a well-oiled machine. It, it's the, their events are super well done. So good no one. Question. I like that one. What do you got? Uh, Jeremy Picker. Uh, All right. So Jeremy is, it, it's funny. So super creative dude. Um, I know Jeremy a little. Um, mm -hmm. And it was funny because after our list last week, Jeremy reached out to us both, I think, through one of the comments and said, why wasn't yeah. there creatives on yeah. your we got, dream we team? Got, we got shamed. <laughs> and he was right, by the way. He yeah. was correct in shaming us. Why well, is there it, not a creative director? And, and again, I think... It, 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 I didn't take it so much ashamed, but just to yeah. say, look, man, we need to think of this differently. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's a great example of what Jeremy's all about is he looks at the industry from a different lens. And yeah. uh, I think that helps us all raise our game. So Jeremy, no question. I, I say shaming is just kind yeah. of a joke, but no, yeah. he was right. You know, we, you know, and, and I really actually it bothered me because I generally feel like I do think of those things. And yeah. so it me off a little bit. Um, okay. I am going to go 
Larry. I'm a, it's two people, Larry and Justin Zavadil. Oh, okay. <clears throat> they right. have created something pretty special at American Solutions for Business. You know, for a while, I think they were very much under the radar in mm-hmm. terms of, of being kind of that very traditional, uh, <laughs> large distributorship. And what I like about them is they hire other Mavericks. They're, they're brave enough to say, sure. we need to change our business a little bit. And they hire someone like Adana Zezo to run supplier relations. They hire someone like a Taylor Borst to run uh, internal marketing or I'm sorry, external marketing for them. So those type of actions are that of a Maverick or that of Maverick thinking. And yeah. the, the, the fact that they challenge their own success and say, we can be better. That's yeah. why they made my list. Cool. Uh, I, one of my final ones is, is yep. Char- Charity Gibson. Um, it's, it's, yeah. So it's funny. I, I was, as I was thinking about this list, I was thinking about not only current, but also mm-hmm. past. And oh, I yeah. think as Charity has been a part of Promo Kitchen for many years, and I think she challenged the status quo of uh, mm-hmm. sharing information and, and how to do social media properly. And the idea that, you know, I think she's one of those people who has more influence in our industry than people realize because of all of the social media work she does. But the thing that, you know, I think we get jokes sometimes that we don't sleep. I actually don't think Charity sleeps very much. <laughs> she is no. constantly uh, replying to social media. Yeah. Uh, and she just does such a great job of, of doing it in a thoughtful way, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's funny. She, when, when she jumps on a social media discussion on whether it's on Facebook or whatever, mm-hmm. it's funny how she's like, she kind of brings yeah. down the emotion level and just goes, hey, guys. Here's, here's why that's the way it is. Here's this. And I think by doing that, she really does elevate, elevate the industry. Absolutely. I'll, I'll do one more. I've got actually more people, but maybe we'll talk about them at another time. I mean, we obviously have Danny Rose and I know he's on both our lists, yeah. so we're mm-hmm. not going to. Actually, I didn't put Danny on because I put him on every list, <laughs> so, but totally. Well, and, 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 yeah. Danny Marker on, on yeah. a lot of these lists for reasons. Um, and so is charity by that, for that example. So the last one I'm going to add is Michelle Bell from ASI. Mm, okay. um, very similar reasons, I'll say, uh, for that I did for Justin and Larry Zavado. Mm-hmm. Um, over the last two years, she and her team have transformed the way not only I think about ASI, but I think the way the entire industry views ASI. Mm. They have, you know, they hired Melissa Newman, who sadly, as we record this, tomorrow's her last day. She's moving on to other things outside of the industry. Mm, but that man. type of hiring of someone who came in, in in a span of 18 months completely impacted the social media marketing of this industry, the fact that a Michelle Bell allows that to happen. And she does that while not having a Facebook account, which I really appreciate. She's only on Twitter. Um, but she's a big thinker like that. And so I think she's definitely a maverick. Love it. That's good. That's fun. And, and Melissa would have made this list, but she's leaving the industry, which we're all <laughs> weeping about. We all are. right, Kirby, what you got? Um, we okay. are actually, it's a bummer. Yeah. I, I, we're going to miss her. Um, do you want to go to the the podcast Whatever. topic? However you want to do. Okay. Uh, so I th- again, it, it, the interest of transparency, I think we've done a couple more here recently where we've shared with each yep. other so that we weren't just dropping the same stuff over and over again. And so you yep. were, we, one of the things we've talked about recently is sharing some of the podcasts that we've been listening to. And we yep. listen to podcasts in the industry and yep. we're proud to do so. But I think we talked about discussing some of our favorite podcasts from outside of the industry. So same concept. Yeah. You want to go first? Or you want yeah, me to go? I'll go. And the thought behind it was, um, and I wanted to get away from 
industry podcast and such an industry related topic because I think we all need a break sometimes. Oh, gosh, totally. gosh knows I do. You yeah. know, I need to unplug and I don't, I don't necessarily want to hear more about marketing in our industry or branding in our industry. So I want to be entertained in other ways. And so that was kind of the, the uh, reason we started this. So um, I'll go first. My, my favorite podcast right now is called Smartless. It's with uh, Jason Bateman, who I have been a complete totally man crush on. Yes. Uh, Will Arnett, uh, both of them were in um, Arrested Development. And Jason Bateman, of course, was in Silver Spoons for those of a certain age, but also in Ozark. Um, so it's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, who is on Will and Grace. They are three friends in real life. And in the beginning, or you know, pretty, pretty close to the beginning of the podcast, they decided, or the, the uh, pandemic, they decided to do a podcast together. And they obviously know a lot of famous people. And so they rotate. And what they do is one person is responsible for getting the guest, and the other two have no idea who it is. And they hit record. And it reminds me a lot about what we generally do on this podcast, where we don't know what the other person is going to bring up. It is why wildly entertaining it is cool. it's it's so well done and i gotta tell you it's it's a when i listen to it that is a, a 45 minutes very well spent that's cool man that's right you, smart you had mentioned less. smart less you had mentioned that to me after i think after we were done recording last week mm -hmm. and i was like oh yeah so i'm, I'm glad i made a note this time because i forgot good um, so I, it, this is one I've talked about before, but I still say, you know, when I look at my, um, podcast list, it's number one, uh, one yep. drop today, it's Akimbo from Seth Godin. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. it, he, he is one of those people who just thinks differently than everybody else I know in my life. And every once in a while, he'll say things that I've thought before, but he says them in a way that's much more articulate than I've ever said mm -hmm. it. Um, and it's funny this week, I've actually gone back and found old uh, like there was one, he did a podcast on ranked choice voting because the idea that our, the way that we're doing elections in our country right now, nearly everyone will say it isn't great, right? Like there's, right. It's, it's broken, whether it's a two party system. And so he spent 30 minutes talking about ranked choice voting and how that could be a solution. And like, cool. again, I'm not smart enough to think about that, yeah. but he, he inspires me to think about things differently. Love it. I love it. So uh, yours, I think you're going to be probably more business tinged. I think that, yeah, like, that's, I'm yeah. going Which to is great. unplug. Yeah. So the second one I love is um, it's a newer podcast. It's called, how did this get made? And it's a deep dive into how really shitty movies, how did they even get made? And it's so <laughs> amazing. It's like, why would it, you know, cause we've all seen movies and, and you turn to whoever you're with, you go, how, how does somebody even green light this piece of crap? Yeah. They talk about the process of how the movie gets funded, how it got cast, what went wrong, how things went sideways. That's so it's kind of a deep dive into a creative process that goes completely sideways. So it's movies like Jaws 4, The Revenge, um, the, the you know Ryan Reynolds, who everybody loves and he's wonderful, but he was in The Green Lantern, which was an absolute disaster. Right. Or The Smurfs or Judge Dredd. And it's fascinating. You would love this podcast, Kirby. I, that, I will say that sounds really interesting. Um, so I'm going to go uh, max out with Ed Milet. Um, okay. th th that's the kind of podcast for me that I, I don't listen to every single episode, but it's mm -hmm. like, if I need lifted up, if I need a kick in the ass, if I need yep. like a, a boost of inspiration, Ed and mm -hmm. his guests, he usually has some, some really good um, sort of inspirational sort of personal development stuff there. 
Awesome. Well, this one, a uh, great one. And this one I'm about to talk about has been around for a while. Now it's actually a show on Netflix, but it was a podcast first. It's called Song Exploder. Okay. And it's a, yeah. So it's basically the origins of some of your favorite songs. What was the inspiration, how they were getting and busy being a music guy? I love it. And they're short. They're like 20, 25 minutes, very short, very punchy. And so if I just need, need uh, just something short, that's perfect for me. I love it. Uh, business Made Simple. Uh, Donald Miller. Donald Miller is the author of Story Brand, Marketing Made Simple. Mm -hmm. And um, generally, they, they do some business lessons, but then they'll interview people. And I, I, it's yeah. usually there's value to it for me. Yeah, there's interesting themes here that we're or going back for. It's funny. So uh, I love there's one called, and I don't listen to it enough. I need to really listen to it more. It's called The Alarmist. So it's like <laughs> they talk about things like the sinking of the Titanic or uh, the McDonald's coffee lawsuit, things like that. It's a podcast that investigates some of the greatest mishaps, really? failures okay. and catastrophes of our time, how they happened, what went wrong and how they might've been prevented. And so it's, it's pretty cool. So it's very similar, honestly, to how the hell did this get made or how <laughs> did this get made? But I really love how they rip this apart step-by-step. Step. It's pretty interesting stuff. No, and you end up it. learning a lot. That makes sense. Okay. Final one for me. Uh, yep. I'm going to throw a morning moments matter with Tim and Michelle Hill. Now, Tim was in our industry mm -hmm. for years yep. and years and years. And during the pandemic made a switch and the, the morning a moments matter podcast. It's usually only like 10 minutes long, eight minutes long, 12 minutes long, they're, they're short each morning, but it is literally just like a little something you can uh, listen to over a cup of coffee and a little boost of inspiration. Um, yeah, it's funny. Your theme is how does shit go wrong? Mine is, okay, I need somebody to lift me up and Tim and no, Michelle will do a nice job. Not necessarily, <laughs> but I get your joke. Um, I knew that they were doing that on Clubhouse when that was still yep. a thing. Um, I didn't know it was a podcast, so shame on me. I'll have to check that out because I generally do like things that lift me up, like Smartless totally lifts me up. Yeah. Um, and then this last one I'm going to mention also lifts me up. It's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend and it's the Conan <laughs> O'Brien podcast. And it's, he's such a lightning quick wit, the yeah. conversations he has with people. I always learn something. I always laugh and it always makes me feel better when I get done. And then the last one, because I have to tell more and more. I am completely and utterly obsessed with Formula One after watching Drive to Survive on Netflix. And so I do listen to an F1 podcast as often as it comes out. Really? It's called F yep, F1, the checkered flag. And it's a it's really gets deep into the fascinating world of F1, not just the racers and the cars, but the money and, and the sponsorships. It's just fascinating. I cannot get enough. And they have those awesome British accents that just make him sound so much smarter. Well, does it, they don't need an accent to sound smarter than us, but I'm with you. No, no. All right, cool, man. For another one or we just want to go. Uh, yeah, we can go. <laughs> Let's we can go. go. Okay. Let's, Let's go. go. We've done a couple long podcasts. We're doing a short <laughs> one this week. All right, Kirby, I've got the game this week and uh, we're going to learn a little bit about you. Okay. All right. We're going to do these are always fun for me. <laughs> I might chime in on these ones. So okay. that's why I said, let's go ahead and go. It's called Autumn Fill in the Blank. Let's get to know Kirby. Okay. okay. So I'm just going to like have a statement and there'll be a blank there. Just fill it in with what you think. You can explain why, whatever. Okay. Number one, besides weep, because it's about to get really chilly, Kirby, mm -hmm. your favorite autumn activity is blank. 
I would say, I'd like to say sitting out back with a fire, but I never do that. So honestly, it's probably hiking. Um, when I get the chance and the wet, like one of my challenges with, with fall, people are always like, Oh, I love fall. And I always mm -hmm. picture that rainy 38 degree cloudy November day. That's yeah. but, but right now in Ohio, it's starting to yeah. get really nice. And, uh, so when it's like that and I can escape and get, either run or do a hike mm -hmm. out on the trails, it's nice. Mine is, as you might guess, sitting in my backyard with it, uh, the football on the background or music blaring and just enjoying just the weather. So I'm, I'm not too far off there. All right, Kirby, the approximate date you start shopping for Christmas is blank. So I don't uh, blank. Uh, so I'll do the fill in the blank first. It, it's mm -hmm. it's late. So mm -hmm. I would say um, let's go December 20 second um and okay that's so not let me, late that's like like really late yeah well so here's the thing so i'm like a 12 year old so the moment i buy something i want to give it so like and so what i generally i generally know what i'm going to get and the other thing i would also say is the only person i'm really responsible for buying something for is amy Right. right. Um, and so I know what I'm going to get, but then I don't go buy it yet. Generally, I might be different this year because of everything. Um, yeah. But um, I don't I'll go literally December 23rd or 24th so that I don't give mm. it to her early because I get so excited. Um, and so yeah. that's not like for if you're talking about uh, year end gifts for the team, stuff like that. I'm nope. I'm looking for that right now. Yeah, I'm generally an early bird shopper. Like I'll have most of my shopping done before Thanksgiving. The the idea that you and I are totally the opposite of that is the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Yeah. All right. I fake needing to blank to avoid raking leaves in my yard. I, I, I guess I'd say needing to go to work because um, okay. I would totally rather go to work than, than as a matter of fact. So I don't have a giant yard. You've been to my house. And yep. so I'll mow. And, and chop do them it. up and bag it rather than have to rake leaves. I'm not. I'm not interested. Yeah, I. I don't like raking leaves. It's such a thankless job. I will do anything. I don't care what it is. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Blank is the temperature when it's too cold to have a beer by the fire. See, I predict. I predicted you might have a beer by the fire. No, you don't do that enough. You don't do that enough. Yeah, I don't do that enough. I, I, you know, I don't enjoy being cold. My, mm -hmm. my rule is I don't, I don't run when it's below forty. Um, okay. But I would say beer by the fire is probably forty-five or fifty. I, I just don't okay. like being sitting outside and being cold. All right, I can, I can go with forty-five. That's, yeah. I'm impressed actually. All yeah. right, blank is in charge of candy distribution on Halloween night at your house. <laughs> Uh, that's a team effort with Amy and I. So we um, will have the candy and then I take a cooler out. And so I'm in charge of giving the beer to the dads who are out because I want to give them their props for being out with their kids and I'll sit and have a cold one. And then, yeah, we, uh, that's fun for me. So yeah. both Amy and I will sit out and do that. I, Sandy's generally in charge of it, but we do something very similar. So right by the sidewalk in front of our house, we put a big giant cooler of all the alcohol that we don't like. Um, that <laughs> we, you know, we We've bought things like, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of truly iced teas just waiting for a happy home at the end of this month, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And we say that we put a sign on it says adult trick or treat, take one. Yeah. <clears throat> so we do same thing. All right. Um, you own blank many plaid flannel shirts. <laughs> uh, zero. Uh, I like, yeah, I, 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 in so college, defeating. 
I, I, in college, I probably had a couple, but that's just not my yeah. jam. I, that's I, defeating. Yeah. I like, I'm not a, I'm not like, a plaid flannel guy. I own like 11 D. <laughs> All right. When it comes to walking through a haunted house, you blank. Oh, I pass. I have absolutely <laughs> zero interest in that. If you, in, in, um, and you can ask my family. I, there, every, people have fight or flight reactions. Yeah. I fight. So if you scare me, I will swing. Like, and, and like, and that is not great when you have mm-hmm. a, a house full of women, because like, no. I don't want to hit, but when I get scared, that is, and people around here know that too. Uh, you like, I, I'm, I'm, it's an, that's not a good idea to take me to a haunted house. Yeah. Much like you, I turn the other way. I don't, I've said it before. I don't like to do things that simulate death. I don't <laughs> understand the appeal. So I'm, I'm out on the haunted house. Yeah, I'm out. Too. All right. <clears throat> The correct way to cook and assemble a s'more is blank. Um, you you uh, take the uh, marshmallow mm-hmm. and you throw that in the trash and then you eat a little bit of the chocolate and then you give it to everybody else. I have absolutely no interest in eating s'mores. <sighs> well, the proper way to do it is you take the marshmallow and you get it. You light it on fire like the Olympic torch. <laughs> And you get it nice and crispity outside. You blow it out. And then you take one half of the graham cracker, put a layer of chocolate, and then you put the marshmallow between that chocolate and the other graham cracker. And then you squeeze gently as you remove the stick and enjoy your s'more. Wow. I, I just throw it in the trash, but all right. Week blank of the season is when you annually give up on the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Um, so I would say normally, um, I give up is I, I don't give up, but I give up hope for the playoffs. Um, well, again, I'm going to watch them. They're my team. Right. Um, I mean, I know the, the Cowboys are good for the first time in 60 years, so you're going to get super cocky, but, um, give up really. Um, I would say normally around week five or six, I've kind of put to bed my, my expectations. I, I think I'll, ha- that'll be longer this year. Although I will say they've been on a, it's a tough, they've had a tough schedule. So yeah, I'm not going to be cocky because the Cowboys always find a way to break my heart. Okay. So it's not, I, I, they're, they're good today. They're looking we'll good so far this weekend. Uh, two more. The last time you had any sort of pumpkin spice, anything was blank. I, I am sure <clears throat> that I have, well, I know that I've, had or tried it sure knowing that i wouldn't like it at all mm-hmm. um so i i have no idea like i i had okay. it probably the I first time either. spit it in the garbage and then was i was out i don't, I don't like the I don't flavor of pumpkin so all right i i don't either okay last one Trevor. you've done very well you've opened up your 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 heart and your home to us but <laughs> I, I can't thank you enough blank is the year i will finally admit that bill is right when he says that beans have no place in proper chili Oh, I can't imagine when that year is going to happen. I, I, I can't imagine chili without beans. I think that's just wasted filler. Yeah. No, it's called protein. It's the bre- no, beans are that's what you, the bro. meat's for. Yeah, that's what I the like meat's that for. You double up. So I'm in on the beans for the chili. Yeah, I, the, the beans and the chili do nothing for me. They do the opposite of amping me up. And speaking <laughs> of amping me up, Kirby, let's thank our great sponsor for this uh, Tic Tac level podcast. 
our friend Jason Noakes over at Promo Pulse, such an innovator. You did talk to him this week and on, on a really, really great, no, no joking here, a great episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. You might want to check that out over at Promo Corner if you have a chance. Um, but we've talked a lot about Promo Pulse, their amazing AMP email service. Three steps, not one, not two, not 17, three, not much. It's choose your suppliers. And if you're part of a group like Halo or Facilis, your, your, your chosen suppliers are already up there and available for you. You choose your suppliers, you upload your list, and you choose your sending frequency. That's it. You can literally say, hey, about to you say can, something there. You yeah, can you just can. set it and forget it. Yeah, exactly. It's that simple. It's that simple, Gurry. So it's a no-brainer. That email looks amazing. One, two, three steps, get started. And you've talked about the results. And they are actual tangible, real results that absolutely make all the sense in the world. So again, it's a no-brainer. Head over to promopulse.io slash amp. You won't be sorry you did. Kirby, thank you for the courage to have this podcast. Good luck on your end user show tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be a great hit. And we'll see you next time.